Hello friends, welcome to another edition of New Kingdom Realities and I'm your anchor Edosa. And so we shall be looking up to another edition again. Just before then, let us have a word of prayer. Amen. And we're praying for revelational knowledge, Ephesians. Ephesians, shall we pray in Ephesians 1, I'll read from verse 17. Pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards world who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heaven. Far above all principality and power, and might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Let us pray. Membro que eu tô ti, esse que eu te digo que eu te digo, esse que eu te digo que eu te digo, esse que eu te digo que eu te digo, esse que Membro que eu tô tisco, eu tô tão brigando, tô tisco, eu 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 tô Get <laughs> Membro <laughs> 
Membro do Totis que eu não mundo, membro do Dica da Dabu Vrugadadi, esse Vrugadu do Totis que eu não mundo, esse Vrugadu do Dica da Dabu, esse Vrugadu do Totis que eu não mundo, esse Vrugadu do Dica da Dabu, esse Vrugadu do Totis que eu não mundo, esse Vrugadu do Dica da Dabu, esse Vrugadu do Totis que eu não mundo, esse Vrugadu do Dica da Dabu, esse Vrugadu do Dica da Dabu, esse Vrugadu do Totis que eu não mundo, esse Vrugadu do Dica da Dabu, esse Vrugadu do Totis que eu não mundo, esse Vrugadu do Dica da Dabu. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are grateful to God. Amen. And we are still pushing on. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we've been looking at um, another teaching series, which is Rapture, another approach. Amen. And we've started a long time coming. This is our fourth edition now. So in case you're just joining us, it's good to listen to edition, the episode one, two, three, before the fourth episode. Amen. Hallelujah. And so the last time we looked at what Jesus Christ taught about what people perceive as the rapture, albeit it's not the rapture, and I've said it again, and I'm going to say it again, that the rapture, that what people, what most people know as rapture, or what it is believed in the Christian as rapture, is when there will be a trumpet, a trumpet will sound, and those that are living godly, or those that are living holy life, in the earth will be taken off, and those that are living a sinful life will remain, and I've said it again before, and I'll say it again, that that event is never going to happen, hallelujah, it's never going to happen, and so we've been, we've been taking time to explain why is never going to happen? Hallelujah. To look at the truth of God's word. Because the truth of the matter is that when whatsoever reality you believe, that's the reality you become. Hallelujah. And so we're, we looked at uh, Matthew chapter 24. We looked at what Jesus Christ taught. Hallelujah. Because what Jesus Christ taught was what the apostles taught, that the Lord taught them. And we saw it that the Lord, the Lord taught them from the Old Testament scriptures, albeit from Genesis to Malachi. Hallelujah. We looked at the, the teaching of, of Joel. Hallelujah. We looked at all of that in previous episodes. We're not going to go back there again. But where we want to continue from here is in Matthew chapter 24. Read, let's just turn over there. Matthew chapter 24. Matthew chapter 24. So, Matthew chapter 24. Hallelujah. So, we looked at how that Matthew chapter 24, we looked at verse 3 when he says something in verse um, in verse 6. He says something, I just want to explain something in verse 6. Hallelujah. I looked at in Matthew chapter 24 how that when he talked about the coming of the Lord, the Lord, the coming of the Lord, the day of the Lord. To understand that the coming of the Lord and the day of the Lord they are synonymous, albeit different languages spoken, but they are talking about the same thing, they're talking about the day of the, the day of the Lord as prophesied by Joel is the same thing as the coming of the Lord in Matthew chapter 24. We looked at all of that. We looked at how that in Matthew chapter 24, verse 6. Let's just look at something in Matthew chapter 24, verse 6. 
He said, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. I was trying to emphasize something that when you look at Matthew chapter 24, you look at the same um, account in Mark chapter 13, you look at the same account in Luke chapter 21, you see that when the disciples talked about Tell us in verse 3, in Matthew chapter 24, verse 3, Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? They actually interpreted it from, I don't know where they got the interpretation from, but they actually interpreted it as the end of the world, the destruction of the Jerusalem as the end of the world. But how be it? There's something remarkable we see in the scriptures. Let's just quickly go there so that we don't miss it altogether. In Mark chapter 13, by the time we come to Mark chapter 13, I'll read from verse 1. Hallelujah. He said, And as he went out of the temple, one of his disciples said unto him, Master, see what manner of stones and what buildings are here. And Jesus answering said unto him, Seest thou these great buildings? There shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Hallelujah. So it is the same account. The same account. They saw the buildings of the temples. They saw how goodly the temple was. And Jesus Christ made them to understand that, look, that seared these great buildings, that there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down, meaning that the temple is going to be destroyed. And that was what we have seen in, in, in Daniel. We've talked about it in previous episodes. I'm not going to go back there again. How that he prophesied that when you see the abomination spoken of by Daniel standing in the holy place, when you read, know that the word the end is nigh. So we'll read all that. But there's something that I want to point out here, and that's in verse 3. He said, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives over against the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign when all these things shall be fulfilled? Hallelujah. So the point I'm trying to make is that in Matthew, they talked about, the when Matthew recorded, in Matthew recorded, they talked about how that the disciples said that, when let's just look at it, in Matthew chapter 24, Verse 3, he said, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of the coming and of the end of the world? But when we go to Mark, hallelujah, when we go to Mark, there was no, there was no, when shall, there was no, when, what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? There was nothing like that. There was nothing like that. It was completely, uh, it was completely removed. Hallelujah. It was completely removed. But what we find in Mark was in verse 3, Mark chapter 13, verse 3. And said, And as he sat upon the Mount of Holies over against the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign when all these things shall be fulfilled? What things shall be fulfilled? In context, what things shall be fulfilled when one stone will not be left upon another concerning the buildings of the temple that they were seen in that day? Hallelujah. Let's look at in Luke. Let's look at what Luke says about it. In Luke chapter 21. Luke chapter 21, I'll read from verse 5. He said, And as some spake of the temple, how it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts, he said. Hallelujah. So it's the same account. But this is now Luke telling the account, now giving the narrative. He said, verse 6, said, As for these things which ye behold, the days will come in the which there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Hallelujah. He said, and verse 7, said, And they asked him, saying, Master, 
But when shall these things be? And what sign will there be when these things shall come to pass? Hallelujah. Again, the emphasis was calmed down here again in Mark and in Luke. That the emphasis that when shall these signs be? And when shall the, uh, um, shall when and what signs will there be? When these things shall come to pass, what things shall come to pass? When shall the stones that Jesus Christ has talked about, in which there shall not, in verse 6, in which there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down? So, again, the emphasis. So, when you marry Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the emphasis actually was upon the destruction of Jerusalem. Was upon the destruction of Jerusalem and destruction of the temple. Hallelujah. So, that Matthew chapter 24. Mark chapter 13 and Luke chapter 21 was talking about the destruction of the temple and the destruction of Jerusalem. It was not talking about a certain rapture that people will go off and people will remain. No, the emphasis, the, the, the subject matter, the matter of discourse was about the destruction of the temple. And that is what is and if you've listened to to my to the episode since we started, and that is what is um that is what is 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 is, is, is that is what correlates the other scriptures. That's what fits the other scriptures. It matches when you read the other scriptures and all of that. Amen. And so, and that is what is being referred to as the word, the coming of the Lord, or as as they said, as I said, the day of the Lord. Hallelujah. The day of the Lord. Hallelujah. So we now want to now look at them. Um, we've looked at um, Matthew chapter 24. Again, we also looked at the last time. We also said that very importantly that Jesus Christ made a particular statement, one statement that has been glossed over over the years, that has been glossed over over the years. We've blinded our eyes towards it, but it's there. Amen. He's there. He's just looking at us. There's nothing we can do. We cannot remove it. It's just there. And that is in Matthew chapter 24. I'll read from verse from verse from verse 33. Amen. It says, So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Hallelujah. And I just said the last time that that historically speaking, that most of Jesus Christ's um, disciples were teenagers. Hallelujah. Historically, and from a historical point of view, it is unarguably said that most of Jesus Christ's um, disciples were teenagers. So he was talking to his disciples. In Mark, we, here they said the disciples in Matthew. In Mark, it was Peter. Hallelujah. Let's just look at it. Matthew record, Mark recorded. Mark 13, Mark 13, in Mark, Mark 13 recorded that it was Peter, James, and John, and Andrew that came to ask him privately. Hallelujah. In Luke, in Luke, hallelujah. In Luke chapter 21, verse 7, he just said, and they asked him. So the answer was, they asked him. 
So it was Mark that said, it was Mark that said that it was Peter, James, John, and Andrew. Hallelujah. So we've looked at all of that. And he said that statement. So when he said, actually, when he said that, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass. I'm talking about Matthew chapter 24, verse 34. Till all these things be fulfilled. He was talking to his disciples. And he was saying that their generation is not going to pass till all these things be fulfilled. What things? The destruction of the temple and the destruction of Jerusalem. The destruction of the temple and the destruction of Jerusalem. We'll look at, we'll, we'll read Mark's account. We'll equally, if we have time also, we'll read Luke's account. Hallelujah. But in Mark's account, he also said the same statement in Mark's account. That's in Mark chapter 13. He said it in Mark chapter 13 from verse... Um, Yes, Mark chapter 13 from verse 29. Amen. Let's read. He said, So ye in like manner, when ye shall see these things come to pass, know that it is nigh, even at the doors. He repeated the same statement. Verse 13. Verily I say unto you, that this generation shall not pass till all these things be done. Hallelujah. Again, that this generation, that the generation huge was speaking to them in this context, bringing to Peter, Peter, James, John, and Andrew, that their generation is not going to pass till all these things be fulfilled. What things? The things of the destruction of, we read that the subject matter was the destruction of Jerusalem vis-a-vis the destruction of the temple. Hallelujah. Let's look at it in Luke. In Luke chapter 21. Luke chapter 21. I'll read, um, yes, Luke chapter 21, I'll read from verse 30, amen. See, when they now shoot forth, you see and know of your own selves that summer is now nigh at hand. Verse 31 says, so likewise ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Hallelujah. Verse 32, and I told unto them again, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. The same thing, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the same thing, the same statement was repeated. This generation shall not pass away till all these things be fulfilled. What generation? The generation of the disciples. So whatsoever Jesus Christ was talking about that was going to happen in that day, happened in the day of the disciples. Hallelujah. And we'll look at it. We'll look at it. Jesus Christ was absolutely, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true, and eventually did happen. Hallelujah. So let's read them. Um, let's read something in Matthew chapter 24, verse 6. He said, um, and that's to also further buttress our point. Matthew chapter 24, verse 6 said, And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. When we look at the word end. The Greek word that Jesus Christ used there, end, is the Greek word telos, meaning a termination, the limit at which a thing ceases to be. In other words, always of the end of some act or state, but not of the end of a period of time, hallelujah, or the last in any succession or series. So he's talking about either at the last point of any series or succession, He's talking about when the limit at which a thing ceases to be, but it is not talking about the end of a period of time. Hallelujah. 
So the Greek word there, telos, is not talking about the end of a period of time, but the end of a succession or a series of events. Hallelujah. So that's 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 but let's let's now read that. Let's go into Mark now. Let's read let's read Mark. The epistle according to Mark, Mark chapter 13. I read from verse 1. Hallelujah. He said, And as he went out of the temple, one of his disciples said unto him, Master, see what manner of stones and what buildings are here. And Jesus answering said unto him, See thou these great buildings? There shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives over against the temple, Peter and James and John and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign when all these things shall be fulfilled? And Jesus answering them began to say, Take heed, lest any man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And when ye hear of wars and rumors of wars, be ye not troubled, for such things must needs be, but the end telos. That's the Greek word, shall not be yet. For nations shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be earthquakes in diverse places, and there shall be famines and sorrows. These are the beginnings of sorrows. Hallelujah. But take it to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to councils, and in the synagogue, in the synagogue ye shall be beaten, and ye shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them. Hallelujah. These things actually happened. These things actually happened. Hallelujah. As we can see in Acts chapter 8. Let's look at Acts chapter 8. Or let's look at Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7. I read from verse... Okay. Just before we get to Acts chapter 7. Let's just at Acts chapter... Is the Acts chapter 12, hallelujah. Acts chapter 12, Acts chapter 12, I read from verse 1 to 4, hallelujah. He said, Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church, and he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he presented for that to take Peter also. Then we are the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended them, he put him in prison and delivered him to four continents of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Hallelujah. So the point I'm trying to say is that the disciples were actually in the Acts of Apostles. We see it there in, in various accounts how that the disciples were beaten. They were brought before and they were delivered up to those councils and in the synagogues they were beaten and they were, and they were brought before rulers and kings. For the sake of the Lord, Hallelujah! I'll see them. Said, and the gospel must first be published among all nations. But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what you shall speak, neither do ye premeditate. But whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye. For it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. Now the brother, now the brother shall betray the brother to death, and the father the son. And children shall rise up against their parents. And shall cause them to be put to death, and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Hallelujah. I just I was trying to repeat that time. Now when we talked about the endurance, it was the endurance of the persecutions that were to come. Hallelujah. It was not talking about an enduring race. No, it was talking about how that is whosoever that will, will be able to endure the persecutions that will come upon that time that will be saved. Hallelujah. And 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 Apostle Peter made mention of that in Acts chapter 2. 
he made mention of that in Acts chapter 2, where he said, he said um, in Acts chapter 2, I'll read, I'll read from verse um, from verse 39. He said, For this promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. So in here, in Acts chapter 2, Apostle Peter was already telling the, the Israelites, the Israelites, that there was a destruction coming and they should save themselves from the untoward what destruction. Hallelujah. From this untoward generation that was doomed for destruction. Uh, yeah, let's read on. Um, verse 14, Mark chapter 13, he said, verse 14 said, But when ye shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, let him that readeth understand it, then let him that be in the Judea flee to the mountains. We read this in Matthew chapter 24, when he's talking about that, how that a certain army will invade the land of Israel, that when they see the abomination, we saw it in Daniel, we read that time in the last episode. He said, And let him that is on the house top not go down unto the house, neither enter therein to take anything out of his house. And let him that is in the field not turn back again for to take up his garments, but woe to them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. And pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, for in those days shall be affliction, such as was not from the beginning of the creation which God created unto this time, neither shall be. That is going to be the days of affliction, clearly stated. And I said that the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh should be saved. But for the elect's sake, whom he had chosen, he had shortened the days. Hallelujah. And then, verse 21, And then, if any man shall say to you, Lo, here is Christ, or lo, he is there, believe him not, for false Christ and false prophets shall arise. Hallelujah. And shall show signs and wonders to seduce, if it were possible, even the elect. And the Apostle Peter talked about it in Second Peter chapter 3, verse 17. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 17. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 17. Say, ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know these things be before, beware, lest ye also being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness. So they were they were false prophets in that time. Hallelujah. They were false prophets in, in 2 Peter chapter 2 from verse 1. 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 1 he said but there were false prophets also among the people even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately bring shall bring in damnable heresies even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves sweet destruction so there was actually false prophets before that event happened hallelujah and I've been saying that event I've not even said event but I'm going to I'm going to land on this event now before I close Verse 23, but take ye heed, behold, I have told, foretold you of these things. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun shall be darkened, and the moon shall not give its light, and continue and continue. Verse 20, verse 29 says, So ye likewise, in like man, when shall see these things come to pass, know that it is nigh even at the doors. Verse 30, verily I say unto you, that this generation shall not pass till all these things be done. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Hallelujah. So, now say, take ye heed, watch and pray, for ye know not when the time is. Hallelujah. 
He said, For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the porter to watch. Watch it therefore, for you know not when the master of the house cometh at even or at midnight or at the cock crowing or in the morning, lest come in suddenly he find you sleeping. Hallelujah. So eventually, what what Jesus Christ described in Matthew chapter 24, in Mark chapter 13, and in Luke chapter 21 was no other event than the siege of Jerusalem, which eventually happened in AD 70. Hallelujah. So what most people have what most people have said are thought to be to be the rapture over the years is what has already happened, which was the destruction of Jerusalem in AD 70. In fact, it was actually stated that the Roman army captured the city of Jerusalem and destroyed both the city and its temple, as prophesied by what Daniel has revealed in our previous episode. He said the Roman army led by the future emperor Titus with Tiberius Julius Alexander as his second in command besieged and conquered the city of Jerusalem. In fact, Josephus, which was one of the writers that documented, claimed that 1.1 million people were killed. Hallelujah. We are killed during the siege of, 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 of that such a magnanimity where and of most of the origin were Jewish. Josephus attributes this to the celebration of Passover, which he uses as a rationale for the vast number of people present among the dead toll. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we see that what Jesus Christ talked about was that was the destruction of Jerusalem and the destruction of temp of the temple. And that event eventually happened in AD 70 of which about 1.1 million Jews were slaughtered. In fact, it was even captured in some other historical books that in those days that the Roman army that they would just, a woman that is pregnant they would, they would, they would tear the, the tummy of the woman, they would bring out the baby, they would slaughter the baby, they would burn that. So it was a massive massacre in that day. And eventually Jesus Christ warned about it the Apostle Peter warned about it, but actually eventually happened, and it happened in AD 70. So that, again, to what most people have been preaching about the rapture that is going to happen, is actually an event that is, has already happened, which was the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple, which happened in AD 70. And my time is up. God bless you.